that's your division breakdown of all eight. We made it through it. Uh, it seemed like the most fire came from the so-called Baker Mayfield, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because this guy has proved it his whole career. He is a winner. One playoff win makes Just you better than Tom Brady. Stud. And, Just a yeah, fucking stud, dude. They lost a lot, and they're better. The but hey, are on the up. Hey, this doesn't hey, mean hey, this hey, is hey, our hey, final. Hey, this is not hey. our final standings. We will give our final standings when it's in the preseason, closer to the first week of the season, when we do our awards and we do our projections for the playoffs. So things can change with playoff, uh, or I'm sorry, position battles, and you know, uh, injuries obviously are going to happen. Unfortunately, it's just the way training camp works. You. You get injuries uh, in that non-contact. We'll get some ACL tears, unfortunately. All About the Balls Podcast. With Mark Davis, Chris Kamihart, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkowitz. Hello and welcome to this final Division Breakdown, where we talk about the NFC South episode of All About the Balls podcast. I'm your host, Mark Davis, and if you're watching out there, if you can't tell, I'm fucking burnt. I look like a damn cherry, but I'm excited to be here to talk about the division that my team is in, the flag behind me, the Falcons division, NFC South. Join along my NFC South brother, Chris Kameinhart, after that long vacation you had. Welcome back, my friend. How does it feel, and how was the trip? The trip was absolutely amazing. The drive was not so great. Don't recommend a 10-hour drive with two kids under two. Wanted mm. to pull a gun out. It was rough. Whoa. But, uh, the, but the trip was great. Hey. The trip was great. And, and and those kids, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> the trip was great. And, and, and now, the drive, now all of a sudden the drive's great, which is mom and dad. <laughs> exactly. e- easy 10 hours now. Jesus. <laughs> Luke, how was the uh, shorter time off now that we got after that extended vacation? Uh, how you doing? I mean, I'm I'm tired. They they got us out here working. I've been getting off at <clears> seven <throat> o'clock every day. I don't, I don't know, not as bad as your schedule right now, but still, these these six a.m. to seven p.m. days are they're not so fun. Oh yeah, I, I agree with you, Luke. Doc, how you doing? I see you repping them Bears jersey. How you doing? Duh, oh, Bears. dude, beat. Be worn out these these nine to fives monday through friday are absolutely <laughs> killing me right now i'm just worn down been grinding just exhausted man i feel like i could sleep for a year do you work yeah tomorrow? i mean yeah do you do what do you work tomorrow tomorrow no i have a mentorship thing all day tomorrow at the base uh, yeah okay. so yeah. so nine to five most monday through fridays <laughs> yeah i wish my friday consisted of that uh tonight i mean or actually tuesday when we got off or after the monday show i worked i worked till 9 p.m had to be back at six the next morning so if you can't tell if you guys are watching look, i'm gonna be crispy and brown when it's all i'm gonna be a nice you know fucking you know golden graham you know out there when it's all said and done so Eight more days. I'm over at halfway Mark, point. Mark, I'm make a promise to you, man. If I get some time tomorrow, I will hit the links and send you a picture. That's fine. You, Was you, that Chris? You don't. Y'all don't have like a little fucking PC to wear to protect that head. <laughs> I, I so I lost my. Or I forgot my uh, sunscreen at the lake when I went out mm. there on Sunday. And uh, your so, fault. So that's, that's not from work then. Hey, I got off at three in the morning and I had to readjust uh, my sleep schedule because oh, I yeah. worked days, of, days, nights, days. Shining. Sunshine hey, is so bright day. at 3 a.m., bro. Yeah. Sec- hey, fucking work. Like I said, I worked days, out. nights, days. T- days, nights, days in 24-hour span. Sun's up. Take back. on the world. 3 a.m. Let's go. Hey, but anyways. On that river. 
I was, and I, I enjoyed the half day off that I got. Fucking enjoyed it, and I, I'm glad well, I got, got time like, off. You got yeah, time half off, a day. Did you? Half a day yeah. after. No, I know that struggle. I know that struggle. I only, I only had two last weekend. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't get any days off. But let's move on. We always we have a. I feel you, Chris. We have an important episode. Like I said, it's the wrap-up of this division breakdown. Mine and Chris's division, like you can see with his jersey, my hat, my flag, the NFC South. All teams besides the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year were 7-10. and 10. The Bucs did finish 8-9. They won that division. They probably would have finished 9-8 if they had to play for the division. They rested their starters, it seemed like, the second half. Uh, they sat Brady and all them. But, hey, they lost. They were 8-9. The AFC South also were close to having an 8-9 team like we talked about last episode. But – Jacksonville ended up beating t- uh, Tennessee. But the first team on the docket, my team, the Dirty Birds, the Atlanta Falcons. Obviously, I'm excited for this season. I, I think – I don't think we're going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to make noise in the playoffs or anything like that. But I'm excited to see what we're finally going to do with this system that Arthur Smith has started to put into our team. We finally got the running back that he loves, you know, like, like Derrick Henry. I was his running back at Tennessee. We got B. John Robinson. To pair with Tyler Algier, a thousand yard rusher last year as a rookie, as our one two punch, also sprinkle a little Cordell Patterson, put him out there, maybe in the flex, things like that. We got Kyle Pitts coming back fucking healthy. Desmond Ritter is going to start getting him the ball, and like Marcus Mariota, like Matt, Matt Ryan did, maybe not at the high level as Matt Ryan, but he's going to still at least look for him, target him. We added on the defense, we added some Saints players. Chris knows that. We added Jesse Bates, one of the top safeties in the NFL from the Bengals. So, I'm excited. I really am. I, I think, you know, we had that 7-10 and 10 threshold the last two years in a row. I feel like we only got better. We had a little bit on the defense in the draft as well. I'm excited. I really am. Drake London year two. The question, though, is what is Desmond going to do in his first year as a starter? That's the key. His numbers were similar to Matt Ryan. His first four starts is what we got from him last year. He went 2-2. Two and two. We're going to see now. First year. So, Chris, I know we've talked about it off screen. I'm <laughs> I'm excited for this Falcons team this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what the Falcons do. They definitely improved in holes that they were missing. I mean, the one thing that this team is going to be very good at and no one can question it is going to be their run game. I mean, you have Algier that ran over 1,000 yards last year. You improved on that offensive line a little bit, and then you bring in Bijan. I I can – Book it right now that this team's going to be a top five in statistics and everything rushing. Yep, last year we're number four too. So I mean, I mean, not like it's going to change. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ride, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump right on with that. I mean, the run game is what has been absolutely phenomenal, even without Bijan. And to add him, I mean, this is just a power one-two punch. I mean, absolutely. You couldn't ask for for a better backfield at this point. Um, I mean, Desmond Ritter, you know, similar first four games, like you said, with Matt Ryan. Um, so, you know, obviously we have a 28-3, to three, uh, you know, fallout coming later on in the playoffs. <laughs> but, no, I think uh, the Falcons the Falcons made a lot of coming, improvements. Um, coming from the guy that was wearing a jersey, the guy doesn't even play for anymore. So, must be love him in the past. Yeah, that's fine. With, I mean – well, I spent money in the jersey. I'm not just going to not wear it. You know what I'm saying? Um, DH gate, buddy. You don't have to ever worry about that ever again. Don't yeah. It. No, it's all good. Uh, but, no, I'm, I'm real excited to see what the Falcons can do. Um, I think that the addition that they made in the draft and free agency, um, Bates, like you said, um, they're, they're making all the right moves, going in the right direction. Coach putting the scheme together. It seems like it's finally coming full circle. Um, 
I want to say that, you know, I'm expecting great things out of them. But at the same time, uh, aside from the division, I pretty much gave them a loss in every other <laughs> projection that we made just to fuck with you, Mark. But uh, in reality, no, I'm I'm hoping to see some excitement in a, in a better football team. I, I, I think this team's on the up and up. Yeah. I mean, we saw... <laughs> No, you're good. Go ahead, Luke. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, so I, I agree with that. So the, the the run game is probably going to be the, the uh, heartbeat of this team. Uh, my thing is, I, I don't think they're going to be able to win close games. I don't think Desmond Ritter is going to be polished enough to like make make those game winning throws that he's going to have to make. He's got only Kyle Pitts and Drake London out there. The rest of the wide receiver core is pretty weak. Like with Scotty Miller and um, Matt Collins, I have no no faith in those dudes and. If Kyle Pitts or Drake London gets hurt at any point in the season, then you just double team one of the other dude and guess what? Stack the box on the Falcons and you pretty much stop their offense right there. I don't think we got to worry so much about the injuries. I think we just got to worry about keeping people out of the sports book. Yeah, that's true uh, too. Yeah. Especially I mean, Matt Collins. I mean, Matt Collins wasn't that bad last year as number two in Las Vegas. I mean, he did put up 57 catches and, you know, a little over. Almost 700 yards and then four TDs, but that's with Devontae Adams. So, I mean, he's going to get a lot more looks. Uh, that's not bad I mean, with Devontae with, Adams. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be like a stud, like, you know, a T. Higgins or, you know, uh, Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith as number two. But I think with Drake London, you know, he's going to get his looks because Drake London isn't that Devontae Adams or, you know, those guys that are huge receivers. And we saw what Desmond did with Drake London in the four games. Drake London's numbers were skyrocketed with him in there. So, Drake London, show, I mean, the only key with him is he needs to learn how to go down sometimes and not be so aggressive to get those extra yards because he had some key fumbles. But I'm excited to see this. I really am. I think Kyle Pitts is going to show his rookie year maybe some more touchdowns. Maybe that's what's in store for him. But with Mariota, Mariota did not really ever throw his way. When he did, there were a lot of shit throws. So that's something I'm excited to see from with Kyle Pitts. I think, I think Arthur Smith knows what he's doing. I think – I mean, we saw a little bit of Ritter last season, like we talked about, only four games. I think he's going to improve from that. I mean, he got a 55.9 overall grade as a rookie. We're definitely going to see improvement there. I'm not shocked if we see like a lower 20 in statistics for the passing because this team's going to be a run-heavy team first, and that's going to take pressure off Ritter. I can see Arthur Smith making relatively giving Ritter a smaller role for him to pretty much manage the game. I can see him being more of a Ryan Tannehill. Like they're not going to say, Hey, go out there and try to win us this game. They're going to rely on that backfield. They're going to rely on Ritter making those short passes to just drive down the field. And our line needs to improve in the passing. I mean, we were one of the best ranked rushing uh, blocking schemes with our line last year. Obviously we have one of the best fucking guard uh, Chris Lindstrom out uh, out there as well. So we have to see what they can do in the pass protection. That's the key. We did draft a lineman. Uh, they're probably going to plug him in right away on the offensive lineman or the offensive uh, side. So I'm excited. Jesse Bates, like I said, is going to bring life in here. Our defense last year wasn't – I mean, it wasn't as bad as people thought. I mean, we were in a lot of low-scoring games towards the end of the season. Our defense played a lot better in the second half of the season. So now hopefully Grady Jarrett – and that's the key to this defense is pass rush too. Like We've never had a good pass rush, and it seems like in years. So – uh, that's the key to help the secondary and linebacker core. I think the big thing, like you said, Mark, with defense, I mean, the Falcons had you, – you, they didn't have the worst defense last year, but they definitely had bottom-tier defense. They had a lot of holes everywhere. Luckily, the Falcons went into the offseason with the second-most 
cap space and they used every bit of it to beef up their defense. Like you said, they brought in Jesse Bates, outstanding safety. They brought in some interior defense linemen, veterans. You have Khalees Campbell. He's getting up there in age 37, but I mean, he had six sacks last year, 12 hits, 17 hurries. The Ravens didn't want to pay him probably because of his age, but Falcon said, come on over. They got David Onamata mm. from the Saints. I hated to see him go. He did take a little step back last year. He only earned a 64% in his grade, but he did earn 80-plus in the three other campaigns that he had. So, I mean, I see him making an improvement. I mean, they just improved on that defensive line. But the big thing is is they don't have that tier pass rusher to get to the quarterback. The well, past... Brady's good, but he's double-teamed a lot. That's the problem with him. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles had more sacks last year than the Falcons had the past two years. So they still they need to find that guy to step up on the line and get sacks and pressure the quarterback. I think they did some outstanding moves to beef up this defense, but I think this defense is still going to struggle a little bit. Another steal, too, we got the Saints defensive coordinator, or we brought him as our defense coordinator, a guy from on the Saints defensive side. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. I'm really excited. That being said, you know, over-under is simple. The expectations for them, seven and a half. They've been seven and ten the last two seasons under Arthur Smith. You know, we're, we're 14 and um, 20 in his two years. So we're going to see what he can do. I'm going to go over. I really do think that it's going to be an over type of year for the, the Atlanta Falcons. I can see us going forward into the division. The reason why we'll talk about that, I'm not high on the Buccaneers at all. I, I think we start the season – two and two the first four games, and then we go on a little run there until we, till we possibly play Minnesota. And then, uh, you know, things like that. I, I really do think we're going to be eight to nine win team, and I wouldn't be shocked if we win ten. I don't think our schedule is that hard. I really don't. But that the ending stretch in December is is brutal to me. You have to go to three cold weather – or, sorry, two cold weather teams in Carolina Chicago, and then you have to end the season in the Bayou in New Orleans. It's going to be a little rough, but I think eight to ten wins is very possible for this team. Yeah, luckily the Falcons and the Saints both benefited this year with having the easiest schedules in the NFL. I think the Falcons easily get over seven wins. I mean, you have Ritter getting his, hey, you're the man this year, not Mariota where he has to step in. And they improved in everything. They got seven wins last year. They didn't decline in any position. So why would they not get more than seven wins this year with an easier schedule than they had last year? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going just under. I'm going to go seven on this one. Um, and I think a couple of them are toss ups to where it can really. I mean, the potential is there for nine or ten, but um, just looking at it at face value, I'm going seven. Um, I just, I think, like you said uh, earlier, with Desmond Ritter having a small role, uh, I think it's going to be a very slow, gradual pace for him. Um, I don't think the run game is going to win the season. Um, so it really is going to depend on how he comes out swinging and, and what his capabilities are in the beginning. I mean, it, it looked looked pretty decent in the first four games, but, you know, there's a lot at stake here. And it's uh, a lot of it, I think, is going to fall on what Ritter can do, not just as a pure, uh, you know, passer, but how he manages the game, how he mixes it up with the play action, everything else, like how he really finds his form in the NFL now being a full-time starter. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Doc on this. I'm just going to go under as well. Probably more like six wins, maybe seven at best for the Falcons. I mean, I don't see anything like too exciting about the Falcons. 
yeah, their schedule is not too bad. But I still, I still think Ritter's going to be rusty. He's not going to be – I don't think he'll ever be, like, top-tier quarterback in the NFL. He's going to be that, that like like they said earlier, that game manager type quarterback. Maybe that Ryan and Tannehill, something like that. Or he's just going to rely on the run game and complete a couple passes here and there. But he's not going to be that guy going out there to win those close games for you. So I think they're going to lose some close games because I don't think Ritter's going to be able to get it done in the past. Sounds like sounds like it is, is if Des Ritter can just play good, that's all it takes to win this division and, and have more wins than seven. So, like I said, I agree. It falls on Desmond Ritter. In a, quarterback, in, in, in a division of weak quarterbacks, yeah. I mean, he could absolutely, if he comes out swinging, he could absolutely run away yeah. with this division. I'm going to say this with the Atlanta Falcons. I don't care what we finish this year. If Desmond Ritter is just average or below average at best, I don't care what it takes. You trade that fucking first – our first pick to number one and you take Caleb Williams in the draft next year. I will put all the money in the world. You trade up for that motherfucker, and I will be happy. You give up all the picks you need. Arizona's not going to need a quarterback unless they trade Kyler Murray and they get a bunch of picks for him still, and then they draft Caleb Williams. That's something that's, I wish we could talk about. That's the USC guy? Yes, the USC yeah. guy, talented yeah, as hell. I, like him. I really think that Atlanta should I like trade him. for him. If we don't do good with Desmond Ritter. So, hey, that's your Atlanta Falcons. I'm sorry, my Atlanta Falcons. But, Chris, we mentioned your team, and somehow based on the tiebreaker, because you got swept by the – the Carolina Panthers, you guys were the, the wor- second worst team, according to that. The question is now is, you know, Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston are behind you. Can Derek Carr lead this team to the playoffs? I really think he can. But it's also a premier for your boy, Michael Thomas. We you know we haven't really seen him a lot lately. Alvin Kamara's stuff got situated. Misdemeanor, he settled for that. How many games does he get? Also, can he get his production back? Because it wasn't just the suspension talks last year. His production dropped big time last year. So, I want to know what's your opinion on your New Orleans Saints going to this 2023 season? Yeah, I mean, we took some hits on defense, especially the defensive line. I mean, we completely got to revamp that defense. I mean, Derek Carr, I like the move just because uh, Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton wasn't doing it. I I think he's going to be a game manager at best. He has that offensive weapons to improve. And I think if Carr, if he can't take advantage of his playmakers and consistently make some explosive plays, then it's definitely going to be a long season for us. Yeah, I, that's one of the notes I made for you is, you know, your defense is stingy as hell. I mean, they're one of the best secondary in the league, and they don't cause a lot of turnovers. And now I want to see what you guys can do in sacks. Because like you said, you guys lost a lot. Cameron Jordan's getting up there in age. I mean, he's, I mean, he's still producing, don't get me wrong. But the question is, can your defense – Bail out your offense, which I think is still pretty good. You got Chris Olave, you got that Miller kid from TCU, you brought in Jamal Williams. I think this is your division to lose, honestly. Yeah, I think on paper, this might be the best offense in the division. I mean, that's not saying too much, but like you said, we have Chris Olave, huge rookie season. Michael Thomas needs to come in and prove that he can do it. I mean, the three games he played last year, he proved that he was still dominant. He did have some surgery to take off all those screws and metal plates out of his foot. We'll see if that helps. But, I mean, Michael Thomas needs to come in and be able to play a fully healthy year. Yeah, I think, uh, honestly, the car's out of the shop. I think, like David said, it's y'all's division to lose. I think that uh, when you look at what you guys have dealt with the last couple of years between Winston and and Dalton, I mean, car is – this is one of the few situations that I will say Carr is an improvement as a quarterback. Um, there are not many teams that I could say this for, but this is one of them. You got, I mean, and he's 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 a you know he can definitely make the throw. He can definitely complete the play. 
you know, with the weapons that you got, I would like to see Thomas come back healthy and, and stronger than ever, you know, start utilizing Kamara more like you used to. Um, Alave, huge fan of him last season. So, I mean, the weapons are all there. It's just a matter of, you know, drawing up the right plays and, and executing. And I think that if I'm looking at, you know, the moves that were made in the offseason, um, aside from drafting a quarterback that, you know, you try to turn into a franchise quarterback, Derek Carr was probably the best move that you guys could have made aside from Aaron Rodgers maybe. Um, but I, I still – I think the Saints have a lot of potential to, to take this division. Yeah, I, I, I see Derek Carr being, like, that game manager for you guys. He's going to do just enough to, like, win games and not lose them. Uh, it kind of depends on how Alvin Kamara comes out again, see what kind of – if he gets suspended and how long that is for. I mean, Jamal Williams, he, he showed he, he can play the running back position and be the starter in the league. So, I mean, he'll fill that role, but we'll see. Alvin Kamara and Jamal Williams would be a fucking pretty good uh, backfield. Then your wide receiver situation, like – they, they just can't seem to stay healthy throughout the season. I mean, Chris Olave, he had great season, but I'm pretty sure he was banged up for a couple of games last season as well. And I, other than that, but took some big hits. Yeah, he got, he got hit. He took a couple decent hard. ones. He took a couple <laughs> yeah. decent ones. Yeah, he did. He got his fucking world rocked on one of them. I remember. He's a little scrawny wide receiver, so he, he can't be taking all those big shots every year because he won't he won't make it last. He'll be pulling the Michael Thomas, get paid and. Take a couple years off, but yeah, we'll see what Michael Thomas can do if he's fully healthy back for a full season. I mean, if he's only plays two or three games like he did last season, he's not going to help the team out too much. Chris, I'm going to call Lava and tell him to take it easy with those big hits, man. He can't be doing that. Tell him to cut yeah, that shit out. Have, run, run out of bounds. Just tell him to stop. Yeah, tell him. I know to he stop. could if he's on my fantasy team. You call him if he's on my fantasy team. Don't fucking call it, man. Let him do what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the big no. thing, like we've all mentioned, AK, I mean, we saw that his trial went down the past couple days and it went down to a misdemeanor. Now it's up to the NFL to do their investigation. Does the outcome happen this year or does it happen next year? We saw the same situation with Zeke where they went through a whole year investigating until something happened. But I think I can see maybe two to six games this year with AK, two quarters. If the NFL comes this year and says, hey, but I think with Jamal Williams and then the rookie Kendra Miller out of TCU that wants to take AK spot, I mean, I think our defense, our run game is going to improve from last year for sure. Well, the run game isn't the issue. The The issue is the versatility that you have with Kamara. I mean, what he was able to do from the backfield and – Honestly, I don't even want to say like his play declined. I just feel like they didn't utilize him. I mean, when when Ingram came back, that was like the end of the Camara era, and they were just like, "Yep, Ingram's our number one. You're here to just kind of support." And Camara never really got ahead of it after that. I mean, the issue yeah. the issue with that was we had Andy Dolan, Jameis Winston not being able to produce offensively. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't, we couldn't open and spread the field. They couldn't make throws. You had Andy Dalton look like Andy Dalton. So yeah, old fashioned, I mean, old fashioned Andy Dalton, baby. Uh, I know how that feels. Uh, I think y'all should try Camara out of kicker. I mean, y'all need to put y'all need to put a bucket of crab legs in the end zone for yeah, Jameis, and y'all win every game. Missing some field goals last year. I mean, the whole yeah, that's the, the whole offense. Yeah, that's gonna was fucking was fucking Taysom Hill running a power formation. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know how teams are going to figure that out yet. Not even the same time he's, he's going to run it. 
And Atlanta's been a victim to that a couple. Yeah, the Falcons <laughs> have been a victim to that a couple times, especially last year. Yeah, I think he had a big play but, against us the, the first week that, of the season, actually. That 10% yeah. that he throws is is a nice strike for a yeah. touchdown. Yeah. 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 But, but no, hey, yeah, Chris, all you need. Big, big catches this year. They Chris, I really do think. Them up. Yeah, they are. I think that this is Good. a big year for the Saints. I really think that you guys have the potential to win 11 games. And I'm not – I hate to say it because it's it's the biggest rivalry in the division. It's the Falcons and Saints. It, it usually is hate week when we play each other. I know Doc has the Packers and, and Luke's had his history with the Steelers and now it's kind of the Ravens. But this, this the rivalry has been around for a while and it's, it's nasty. So for me to say that the Saints are going to win this division, I hate to say it. I, I really fucking hate it. I had the over under nine and a half, and I think it's over. I, I think this is a 10-win team, and I can see that 11th win happen in there. I see that, that fucking November 5th game. That game is going to be probably 34 to 17 Saints. So I have Saints winning uh, this division pretty easily, I think. Yeah, I think, I think this division is going to be honestly a toss-up between the Falcons and the Saints. I think we both have on paper very good teams, but – with both teams, it's quarterback play. Are these quarterbacks going to be able to step up? I'm going to have the over. I mean, we have the easiest schedule in the NFL. I think we grab 10. And then, like you said, I think we might be able to reach for that 11th if we stay healthy. That's the key concern is if we stay healthy. Yeah, health is a concern with every team. I mean, um, I mean, when I, when I look at the schedule and kind of what they have going, I'm going to go on a limb here. And, uh, you know, you heard it here first. They're starting out 5-0. and um, And I've got them taking. Houston. Oh, 6-0. Yeah, shit. 6-0. and um, And I got them, I got them taking 11. I, I don't yeah. even think we start 6-0. and But, hey, Doc, I appreciate it. I have six and zero. I think it's there, dude. I think I think Tennessee is really on those first six. I think Tennessee is your only challenge game, and Tennessee is struggling. Well, I can see Carolina and New England because New England's tough at home, and that defense is still the defense. And Carolina Monday night in Charlotte—that's the question. I mean, it's Bryce Young, his his first home game. So, I I do think six and zero. I think Derek Carr is going to school him. I think Derek Carr is going to school him, and I think you still got Mac Jones in New England, and uh, you know that's just that's it. I mean, I think the biggest one I'm looking at is Green Bay at Green Bay with Jordan Love starting. I just it's scary to me. I mean, we did lose to the fucking Sam Darnold Panthers last year. So not even that. Don't discount. Don't discount Jordan Love sitting behind Aaron Rodgers because this is going to be a repeat of what we saw with Aaron Rodgers sitting behind Favre. Didn't you lose to the Baker Mayfield Panthers as well? Ooh, we probably got swept by both. Yeah, Yeah. that's tough. (laughs) I'm probably gonna take a couple more losses to Baker too this year. I don't think so. But hey, I think I think we would have won this division if Mark Ingram would have fucking hit one more yard instead of stepping out early. But, hey, that's just me. Jackass. So So I think I'm gonna take the under, but just under at nine. I still think you guys win the division with nine wins. I I think you probably sweep uh Atlanta and maybe Carolina. But other than that, I think you might split with Tampa. I, I I'm going to go on a limb here and say I think you're absolutely crazy going the under. No, no. I think we I, I, I mean nine, so. I, nine, nine wins and winning the division is still not a bad year for them. I think they'll be. I think we split fl- like the fourth seed. I haven't split in Atlanta. I haven't yeah, split in Atlanta. 
This might be the year because we finally make that. That's your, we might make that annual bet we used to make back in the day. Now that both teams kind of seem to be a little better now. I've been afraid to do that the last couple of years. So uh, I might take you up on that. We'll talk We'll talk no Thanksgiving week, literally. See how I'm fucking feeling with the family. Make it when I'm drunk. That's all you got to do. But mm. uh, moving on to a team that, you know, they were on potential to get the number one draft pick before trading to number one. <laughs> then they kind of got on a little streak when they – uh, fired Matt Rule and um, uh, I forgot who the defense which was way right. overdue, way yeah. overdue. Uh, Steve Wilkes, that's who it was. Steve Wilkes came in and took over the team. They played for him, but the Carolina Panthers they traded away receiver DJ Moore and a bunch of draft picks to Chicago to get uh, their quarterback of choice, and that was the quarterback out of Alabama, Bryce Young. Doc, um, you know I do think Carolina took a step back. I know they brought in Adam Thielen, Hayden Hurst, two aging. Uh, Catch pass catchers out there. I don't. I don't know if that's enough. They brought in Miles Sanders, who had a pretty good year last year, but he got paid. And now we know what happens when running backs usually get paid uh, going to a new team. Uh, they kind of go downhill, and I think this is a team that's, that's in a, I think this team is in a situation where it's going to be up and down roller coaster with Bryce Young. And he's going to have a lot of moments, and he's going to have some bad moments. He's a rookie. It happens, and everyone's high on this defense. This defense sucked last year. I know that's some injuries, but J.C. Horn, talented corner, can't stay healthy. They have other secondary members they get hurt too. So we don't know what this Panthers defense is all about, honestly, Doc. No, I'm not I'm not thrilled with this team on either side of the ball. Um Matt Rule was was far overdue um to get fired. I was so glad to see that happen because there was a lot of speculation uh that it was too close with him. Um, you know, with with his relationship to to be let go. But honestly, I'm not I'm not impressed with the Bryce Young pick. I think uh the options that were available, they, they kind of just went with the hype. Um, I think that he's going to be kind of like a Mitchell Trubisky um, in just that he never really finds his footing, never really – not. I mean, Trubisky was not dog shit um, all the way. I mean, I would definitely put him below 50. Um, but I think that's kind of where Bryce Young is going to be. I, I don't think he's, he's over-athletic. I don't think he's over-powerful. I don't think he's got the size. I think he's just going to be a struggle and – He's going to get swallowed alive out there. Um, like you said with the receivers, I mean, they brought in a couple of aging guys. It, it's not going to help when you've got a young quarterback. You know, we've seen Thielen falling off, you know, lately. So bringing in a young quarterback to try and, and get his footing and develop, and you didn't even really find true weapons for him. Because um, I don't even know that I would put Adam Thielen number one on a lot of teams. Um, maybe the Falcons. I take no, Drake I'm just London kidding. Over Adam Thielen. Yeah, right. no, I'm just kidding. I love on the Drake Ra- London. On the Ravens, no, a, maybe. Uh, yeah, I love teams, Drake London. Um, I think Zay Flowers is going to be better than yeah, Adam Thielen. I, I agree, and that's why I'm not impressed with this team offensively or defensively. Um, like you said, a lot of hype on the defense, and it's really there, – there's nothing there's nothing to write home about there. This team is going to underperform. I'm not impressed. It's going to be a disappointing year in Carolina again. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to agree with Doc on this. There's nothing exciting about this team for me besides watching Bryce Young try to figure out the NFL. Uh, I think he's going to be too undersized to play very well at the beginning. He's going to have to learn how to play against these bigger, faster, stronger players and not having the most talented team that he's playing with. So he's going to have he's going to go from having one of the most talented teams in college to having one of the least talented teams in the NFL. And you're going to so see the severe, yeah, severe uh, skill difference in that. Yeah. It is not hard to be a successful quarterback in Alabama. No, I, now that's the guys why Alabama they got. quarterbacks don't usually do so well in the NFL. They, yep. they have recently better, like a little bit better, but 
I, I still not well, Tua, but even, either, I mean, even so. same thing yeah. with Tua. Tua got banged. Yeah. Up. I mean, he took some hard okay. hits. I won't discount that. But another guy that you're, you're forgetting, Jalen Hurts actually went to Alabama. Hey, he, Oklahoma quarterback. But he's he's both. I'm not gonna say he's not, I'm not gonna say he's one or the other. He he did win a championship season, with Alabama. Season. No, I'll give him I'll give him credit. I'll <laughs> give him credit. Um, but no, I I just think with with the guys with with the guys that they put on the line in Alabama, it is very easy to be successful. I mean, Georgia's obviously tough. There are tough schools in the SEC, obviously, but um, being a quarterback behind the line like Alabama, uh, it, it's not hard to be successful. And he's gonna come in here and he's gonna have a much different group of guys. He's gonna go from seeing one guy maybe trying to come off the edge on him. Uh, like you would in college, you know, a couple of good guys, defense decent, um, but nothing like what you would see in the NFL. Everybody knows the different pace. A lot of folks, you know, defenses can be stellar at the college level. It doesn't mean they're going to be successful at the NFL. It's a different pace. It's a different level of playing, a different level of skill. And uh, I think Bryce Young is going to is going to see that the hard way. Yeah, I, I think Bryce Young played all that well last year at Alabama. There's multiple games that Alabama should have lost. Like the Texas game well, and a couple you. other games. That were, yeah. He was the reason why, they, but he was also the reason why they won the game too. He's the reason why they came yeah, back. I, I don't think he's that good last season compared. But that's what with, I'm saying. The, the skill difference. Most talented teams. He had one of the most talented teams, and I don't think he was all that good. You're not. You're, you're going to see. You're not going to see the skill difference like you do in college at this level. Yeah. You're just not. You're not going to find those openings, dudes. Open. I mean, you will. Like you'll find. Like you find them once in a while, but not as consistently like you do at the college level, where dude is just. Breaks a fucking route and is wide open. Nobody in forty yards of him running yeah, the I, end. I think Bryce Young out of the rookie quarterbacks. I think he's going to have one of the steepest learning curves, just with his size and him not having the most talented team like he used to always used to have. Well, well so, so, Luke, so who has a better I, I, year? Well, well, Luke, I know, I know. I, you I, think, C, I think CJ Stroud will have a better year than. No, I'm I'm, I'm saying him and uh, Richardson. I think Richardson has a more talented team around him. So, Luke, how about this one? Well, how about the two losses from Alabama last year? Right, the first one, Tennessee, that shootout. He put up almost 500 yards, no, no, no interceptions, and they lost because their defense last year is one of the worst Alabama defenses last year. Honestly, Uh, they they had some close games that they won that they probably shouldn't have won. Is what I was saying. They got fucked in the ten. Tame you got fucked in their loss. Tame you got fucked in their loss. The rest fucked that hard. And the they Texas game, actually. Too. And the Texas game, I remember that penalty they didn't call in Alabama that, that could have changed the tide of the game. And that, that was with no Texas. Pun intended. No pun intended, I guess. What you think of uh, Chris, though, with this Carolina Panthers this year? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think Bryce Young is a phenomenal quarterback. I think he's going to do great. Carolina's not helping him out. I mean, they probably have a bottom five wide receiver room when DJ Chark or Adam Thielen's your number one, it's going to be rough. I mean, Miles Sanders, it was a great addition. He's coming off his best career. But other than that, I mean, the office and offense isn't looking good. The defense, I mean, your greatest addition was Vaughn Bell. I mean, you have a lot of star players, but those star players are second tier in the respective groups. I mean, you got Derek Brown, the defensive tackle, Burns, the edge rusher, but he's not a Bosa. He's not a Garrett Wilson, or not Garrett Wilson, but um, Miles Garrett. Garrett, yeah. yeah. And then that Horn, guy, <laughs> I, yeah, that guy, the guy that hits people in the head um, <laughs> with helmets, with helmets, <laughs> yeah, with helmets. And then you got Horn. I mean, all these guys that are just—they're not tier one. And then you have J.C. Horn, but who's your quarterback too? Because Dante Jackson's trash. I mean. And they're both hurt. Both of them are hurt too. Like both cor- corners get hurt. 
Yeah, Dante Jackson, he forced one incompletion in nine games last season before tearing his Achilles. So, I mean, their defense just isn't there. The guys they sign are guys that are filling holes that they already need filled, and it's guys that they're reaching for. I mean, edge rushers, besides for Burns on that defensive line, you have nobody. So I, I'm not too happy about this defense. I mean, I think Carolina and Tampa are going to be battling it out for last place. And not even just that, they a lot of their draft picks, the good draft picks are with Chicago. So, I mean, good luck. And no one's going to come there in free agency if they're not at least showing some life out there. I need them to shit the bed this season. I need them. I'm taking the under. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and lead us off there. I'm taking the under. I'm going bottom three team in the NFL. I need them to have the number one pick in the draft. I need Bryce Young to play like shit. Miles Sanders is going to shit the bed because he just got paid. Um, I'll look at the schedule realistically, but I, I, need, I need them to be last place in the NFL. Uh, but I'm going – The over-under is, over is, over is six and a half. So that's what we – Oh, they're under. I know you said they're that. under. And I'm going, I'm going under two. I do think that they're going to be better than Tampa. I think this is about a four or five win team, though. And like I said, roller coaster. You're going to see some shining moments from Bryce Young. You're going to see some bad moments from Bryce Young. That is the rookie effect. Not everyone's Andrew Luck. Not everyone's Cam Newton in their fucking rookie season, and they come in here and ball out in this this generation of quarterbacks. So even Mahomes in his first year as a starting quarterback. I mean, it wasn't a rookie season, but his first year as a starter, man won the MVP. Same thing with Lamar Jackson in his first full year. So not everyone's those kind of level quarterbacks, and I just don't think Bryce Young is there yet under. I'll give him a win against Houston, maybe Indianapolis, because it's two rookies. Um going out in quarterback, but I think he's got the better team. Um, I'll give him one against Tampa. Maybe one against Atlanta. I don't think that they will win one against Atlanta, but I think that that first game could be kind of, you know, Desmond Ritter still somewhat fresh um, with four games experience. I think that could be a toss-up game. Um, I think Atlanta still comes out on top, though, but I'm saying three, maybe four for, for Carolina. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the under with them as well. I, I I think they get maybe around that five five wins max for this season. There's nothing excited about the team. I think they're going to lose a bunch of games, especially the games early when um, Bryce Young is trying to figure the NFL out. Plus, they they got some tough games up front. So two divisional games back to back for to start out in the NFL. Then traveling to Seattle, then playing Minnesota, and then Miami Week Six at Miami. I think don't discount Detroit, motherfucker. Start. Go back, all right? I'm from the <laughs> NFC North, and I'm going to tell you don't no. discount Detroit. No. I'm just saying, I, I don't think out of, like, those teams, I, I think they'll probably start off – I think they might start off 0-6, really. They might squeak out one of those wins in the first six weeks. Nope. nope. It's going to be tough. Take that, take that juju out of here, bro. And they're going 0-17, yeah. my guy. <laughs> Number one pick going to the Bears, <laughs> and we're going to rinse and repeat, and we're going to get – Another first-round pick this year and one next year to go with it. They, I, I don't see a, a real like easy game for them on the schedule until like maybe late in the late in the season. No, I think the home game versus Houston might be an easy one. That's the only other one. Yeah. Other than that, then I think Indianapolis gonna be tough and going to at Chicago, then playing Dallas. It's gonna, yeah. be, it's gonna be tough. Chris, if Chicago Chris, loses to Carolina, that. y'all are gonna have to check in on me. <laughs> Chris, you following us though with the under though? Yeah, no. I mean, I like I like the way this team is going. 
I don't think this is their year. I don't think this is going to be their year for a couple years. They're in a deep rebuild. But I like the players that they have on the team with Mingo and Bryce, uh, the rookies. But I'm going under. Uh, their ceiling is five. And then I can see their floor being maybe three. I'm glad you're excited for this team because I don't even think Carolina's excited for this team. Like the fan base, I don't even think they're hyped up. They they put out a hype video and everybody's just crying in the video. I'm a little irritated though that they got two primetime games. And I'm I'm not saying Atlanta should have won, but they they got two more than the Falcons. And that's that's pretty sad. I mean, I understand you got Bryce. But I understand you got Bryce Young. I would rather rather see Atlanta and New Orleans on Monday Night Football like we used to play. And not New Orleans and, and Carolina. That's just it, it's shit. literally it's literally because of Bryce Young. That is the, the it, it, sole it reason. And then November ninth, oh, quarterback. Good, good job, Jeff Bezos. Way to get another fucking primetime game with Chicago and Carolina. Let's keep this fucking exciting Thursday night games up that you guys had last year. Yep, this is gonna be just like joke, fucking dude. Chicago and Washington last year, twelve to nine, baby. Let's go. Oh, oh, and you get you get the Commanders on Thursday night again. So back to back years with the Commanders on Thursday night football. Jeff Bezos, you're oh, they're such clown. an exciting team, dude. Such an exciting team. Good bidding, asshole. I gotta be honest. Um, if I had to pick like my dream Thursday night primetime game that I think would be an absolute shootout, would probably be Houston in, in Arizona. I think that that could be a solid three nothing win, maybe a three to two with a safety. Um, I've, I, I mean, I've seen hockey teams score higher than I think those two teams would combined. And moving to a team where I think scoring is going to be an issue, honestly, do uh, the team that's won the division the last three years, they've gotten worse every single year, even with Brady. They won the Super Bowl in 2020. They got ousted or outed in the divisional round where they came back, a big comeback, and then they, they blew it when they let Cooper Cup be Cooper Cup. And then last year went 8-9 and then got demolished against the Cowboys in Tampa Bay. 31 to 14. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And like I said, Brady's gone. Bring in Baker. Bring in Kyle Trask. We don't know who the starter is. We think it's going to be Baker. I don't think obviously. it fucking matters. I really don't, Luca. That's the reason why we talked about it coming in the show. This offensive line is a, is a different offensive line. We don't know what's going to be. The run game's a joke. I said it. You might see it. Mike Evans might get traded by the halfway season when they're trying to clear cap. The defensive pass rush took a hit. Does that make this secondary going to be good? What do you think? Yeah, I, I think I think you guys are sleeping on Tampa Bay just a little bit. I think you guys are hating on them just because Baker Mayfield at quarterback. They they still have a good wide receiver core, so like you guys are hating on them just because it's Baker Mayfield and with what game. line though? With with what line? Mayfield proved he couldn't do it with receivers yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, we saw hey, he's in the Browns organization but now. The, but, but my question, legitimately, it just the Browns had weapons. The Browns had weapons. The Browns had OBJ. In a receiver that's on the Ravens. Pre pre ACL OBJ. And he he won a playoff game with the Browns. We didn't win with that. That was without Odell. But um, But he he didn't want a playoff game with them. Well, yes, but that's what I was gonna say though. It's not about Baker or Trask. Even Brady struggled. Baker doesn't get the ball like Baker or Tom Brady does in two point seconds or two seconds below. Brady's got the quickest well, trigger in the All right, All right, look, check down Brady, okay? It's not hard but, to get it but out Baker, in two seconds. That's not Baker. When you're straight, Baker when you're straight know, to the – well, That's I, not I Baker's game, though. Baker's on a – he's on a prove-it deal, so I think he's going to take some risks and, like, push the ball downfield. Try to but how can you do that? Buddy, how can buddy, you do that Baker's when the line is letting it. you – but that's not the point. The point is you can't go down the field if you're getting hit every single play. I, I'm just buddy, saying – Baker's been on a prove-it deal since he joined the league, all right? I think Tampa Bay's going to be better than you guys think they are. 
I disagree. I think the receiving core. I think the receivers are great. Um, and aside from that, I think this team is is just not they, what it's made out to be. Also, defense too. I think the defense is probably going to carry the team. The defense changed though. The whole pass like they did left, so like they did every year before Brady got there. They still have Shaq Barrett and Levante David. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shaq Barrett, rec- Shaq Barrett returning from a torn Achilles, which is one of the worst okay. injuries in sports history okay. at his age too. Hey. Nine years in the league, a torn Achilles. That's rough. Yeah, he's still coming back. Anton Winfield Jr. Solid free safety. So yeah. So I mean, but the thing is, Carlton Davis. So they they their defense season, is still, yeah. seasons well, that guy's and the Bucks are done. Yeah. Drug test that guy because uh, that guy said they're winning the Super Bowl this year. So hey. I look. You never know. Real quick. It's think- easy, easy path in the NFC South. Like, there's no team that really stands out in the NFC South. I think the Saints have the, the slight edge right now, but other than that, it's pretty, pretty open. Yeah. Did you they just say, playoffs, did you just say the, the Saints Bowl, yeah. have the slight edge in a division with Carolina and New and and Tampa Bay? Yeah, Tampa Bay struggled so, with Tom Brady, arguably the goat last year. Right? That's what everyone they, says. They, they still won the division last year. Yeah, but you're downgrading big time. All so, around yeah, the whole team. I think, I think the defense is still solid, yes. But the big question is, can everybody stay, stay healthy? I mean, look at their corners. You have, you have, like you said, Barrett, Jamal Dean, which is good, and then Carlton Davis. But if one of those guys get injured, they might have the worst secondary depth in the fucking league. You have Anthony Nelson, D. Delaney, Zion McCollum. Who the fuck are these guys? But I mean, Chris, I've never even just, heard of them. Chris, it's not just that. It's now that this pass rush can't get to the quarterback where they're putting pressure on the QB so they're going to make him bad throws. If the quarterback can sit in the pocket and pick this defense part and let the receivers do work, it's a different secondary. We're, we're going to see. Yeah, we're going to see how good this secondary really yeah. is. Because now you're not. Now you're not. Now you're on the QB to actually get momentum. It's not like that where, where it was the last couple of years where they was, it was. It was you know, the hit same the QB, one. Hit the QB. Same when Mac was on Chicago, dude. That first year, he was getting to the quarterback so quick, he was forcing poor decisions, and the secondary looked like top-notch in the NFL. And then when Mac leaves, turnovers went downhill fast. And, and it's and there's no hate on Baker. I, I don't care if it's Kyle Trask. I don't care if Brady comes back. This offensive line is dog shit. It, it's horrible, and you mm. can't push the ball down the field if you're getting hit almost every single play. That's why Brady was ducking and diving out there and taking these sacks. You know, he was just – Falling down to the ground, Turtling. and trying to throw it. Yeah, it's. I mean, and I don't blame him. I mean, well, he's also kind he, of a pussy, but. But I mean, yeah, okay, I fine, but it's still hard to deliver the ball to receivers, and that's the problem. Is I think they're going to have that situation, and they have no run game to support him. No, they don't. I, I, that one, I, they don't. Leonard Fournette averaging forty-five yards a game last no. year. I don't think it was that low, but you know what I mean. You see the Fournette's exaggeration. Not on the team anymore right now. Yeah, but yeah. Well, that's I, what I'm saying. They haven't made improvements. Yeah, I think I think they add one like Zeke or Cook to this team. <laughs> Cook's but not going there. Gonna wanna, are they going to want to come? I mean, you got Rashad White, <laughs> Chase Zeke? Edmonds. With hey, Zeke played back. one of the best. Zeke had one of the best O lines last year and uh, couldn't do shit. Yeah, the, yeah where they like let him Mark, go. <laughs> well, like Mark said, the O lines garbage. I mean, you have a huge question mark at quarterback. You got Baker. When in Carolina, he was running around looking like he didn't know what was going on. He was making terrible throws. Then you have Trask, which in the depth chart, he was behind Blaine Gabbert. So you're telling me you want a quarterback starting for your team that you didn't want to play in garbage time? Question, Chris, Uh. too, for you real quick. 
Who was the running backs when Cleveland won the uh, that playoff game? It wasn't it. Wasn't it uh, Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt? I yeah. Don't think was. Baker has a Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb. Uh, you know, two fucking studs out there that were top ten in fantasy that year with this team and the old line in no. Cleveland that was a, a, and he a had, phenomenal. He line. had he had studs all the way around on that offense and that defense in Cleveland and still. No, I'll give it to him. He won a playoff game. I, I, I'm, that's great. I, I'm happy. For, I wanted Cleveland Dude, to do good with Baker just to see Cleveland he, good. I did too. I was a huge Baker fan when he came in, but he just cannot do it. But what happened? He, he, tries, he tries to do too much. He tries to He's force the, the ball in situations where he shouldn't. He's got the most playoff wins in the division. That's fine. I, I mean, that doesn't mean he's doesn't mean they're they have the Dude, best you're team. You're talking about one. Hey, hey, guess what? Joe Burrow has <laughs> most playoff wins in the division. Hey, Burrow has more playoff wins in the whole division combined. But you shit on him. He Baker so, has I mean, the same amount of Baker has just, the same amount like of it. playoff. Baker has the same amount of playoff wins as Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson and has we, an NFL MVP though. Actually, does he well, have well, the well, most? Does Baker have the most playoff wins in the division? He does. Yeah, because Cardinals. How many? How many does Derek? Carden win one? No. no. No, he's only been to one. Dalton never won when he was with the Bengals because the Bengals were shit then. They had poor coaching with Marvin Lewis, but honestly. I I just Damn. I think the offense is trash. I don't think Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are good enough to be able to make up for the poor quarterback play. And their numbers were inflated with how heavy that pass offense was with Brady. Oh, yeah. They threw the ball pass, on Yeah, 50 high, pass attempts yeah. a game. Yeah. So I think, and it's I not just that my, Mike Evans might be gone. He might be traded in the middle of the season, and then what? You have Russell Gage talking, and, it's, it's, and Chris Godwin. It's all. I mean, Russ, Russell Gage ain't terrible. But, he was um, terrible with Brady last year. He had one of the highest drop rates last year with Tom Brady throwing him the ball. And you, now you have Zip it Baker Mayfield who has no touch at all. He just likes to rocket everything like Josh Allen used to do when he first came in the league. So he hasn't progressed as a quarterback in the NFL. I don't care if he's had offense coordinator after offense coordinator. Maybe if your offense was good the first time with offense coordinator, maybe you wouldn't keep getting new ones. Yeah, no, and I, <laughs> I, 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 it's all going to depend on it's all going to depend on the season progress for Evans. If they got a chance, if they feel like they have a chance, the playoffs are not trading Evans. Who's their tight end? Kate Otten? Like, I mean, come on, like it's just it's not a good situation. I don't care if it's Baker or if it's not Baker. It could be Tom Brady back. I already said it. They're not good. They went. They were eight nine no, last year with. Arguably the greatest of all time that everyone wants to say he is. That's the he's proclaimed that. So now you're going to downgrade to what Baker or Kyle Trask, who hasn't done anything really in the NFL. Yeah, I had one playoff win. That's cool. Tampa will be the third team in the South, and I think Carolina will be the last. I have Tampa's last. I really do. I think the over under for Tampa is. Let's talk about it. They're six and a half. I have them with Carolina just because they took that big step. I have under. I really think it's a three or four win team. I, I'm not high on Tampa at all. I, I have Mundo as well. I mean, look at this. I have Mundo as well, but I, I think I think that they're they're finishing above uh Carolina, but I have them under six and a half. But I do think they finish better than Carolina. Look at this schedule, man. Like I'm like, giving them it, I'm dude. giving them a win. I'm giving them a win against Philly. I'm getting one and the San fact Francisco. that this fucking team got Monday Night Football at Week Three is fucking bullshit. <laughs> they're gonna get they're gonna get <laughs> annihilated Week Three. They're gonna oh, lose gonna fucking be, forty-eight to ten. Yes, Who does the Falcons Jay- play Week Three. Hey, you're gonna see Marcus Mariota Week Three win the games in the second half when it's fucking thirty-eight to ten and the halftime. I think they got a like, shot against Buffalo, see. man. Yeah, Buffalo's gonna annihilate this team. 
I know. I, I know. I, I like, it's just it's so bad. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. But like Doc said, I think they have more wins than Carolina just due to the. I think their defense is still solid. Yep. We'll find out. I think honestly, honestly, I think if they don't split with Carolina, I think they take both from Carolina. All right, Luke. I'm 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 taking the over. Yeah, Yeah, I'm taking the over with them. Wow. I'm taking it with seven wins. I think they get second in the division. Can you tell me their seven wins real quick? I just you don't don't tell losses. Just say the wins. I want to hear the wins. Okay, say the wins. So I think they beat Chicago. Wow. I think they're split with New Orleans. So it's what? Two? two? I, got, I'm, I got you two. Okay. Let's are you splitting see. the whole division with them? Are you splitting, are you splitting the division with them? Uh, I think they're going to sweep Carolina. All right. So, that, so that's that's five then. It's four. So who's your other two? Yeah. Five, five. Then split Atlanta. Yeah. So you have five with the division yeah, and yeah. Chicago. So, so who's, your other, who's your other two? Houston. Non-conference. Okay. That's a tough decision. Tennessee. No. That's seven. I mean, you have another one? Uh, Green Bay. <laughs> so, see, not not bad. And he's not even going to say Indy. Eight, yeah, nine. I'm saying eight, eight. Same Indy. Same record nine. as – That's nine. That's same. a nine and eight season. Wow. Wow. Better without Brady. I, I, I think Davis is right. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I think they're going to be competing with the Saints in first place. Well, you have the Saints I, at nine and eight. So, so I, I'm going to tap out there. Wait, wait. wait. You have potentially two teams from the NFC South making the playoffs because in the NFC nine eight can get you in the playoffs as a wild card. I'm tapping I, out. So that's gonna. I'm gonna go. Y'all have yeah, a wonderful yeah. night. Bears are gonna really be on it for that. I, I I still think they get like seven wins. I realistically, honestly. I have them. Um, wait, put that back up real quick. Put that back up oh, since we're gonna since we're gonna get into this the he specifics here. All right, don't worry about it. He, don't worry yeah, about he it. He already closed it out. I think oh, I no, got him. I got him. I'm going to give him Indy. I'm going to give him Houston. Um, at at Nine. best case scenario for them, best case scenario for them, they split with Carolina. Um, hey, by the way, Baker God, might is... die. Baker might die week eleven when Nick Bosa just keeps piling driving him to the ground. He Tennessee might actually might. Tennessee might be one. I got him. I got him like four, maybe five. But I, I think three I have Carolina at three, maybe four. I have a question for, for about Baker Mayfield. He had a running back last year named Christian McCaffrey and a wide receiver named DJ Moore, and he couldn't fucking produce with those two guys. Hey, bad, bad coaching. But oh, but hey, he's gonna hey, but he's way, gonna Todd beat DJ hey, Moore hey, in hey, Chicago. T- Todd Bowles is not very good as a coach, by the way, as a head coach. And this offensive no, line is dog shit. So, Don't worry, Mark. God. He couldn't do shit with he couldn't do shit with DJ Moore, but he's going to beat DJ Moore in Chicago. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's your division breakdown of all eight. We made it through it. Uh, it seemed like the most fire came from the so-called Baker Mayfield, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because this guy has proved it his whole career. He is a winner. One playoff win makes Just you better than Tom Brady. Stud. And, Just a yeah, fucking stud, dude. They lost a lot, and they're better. The Bucks but, hey, are on the up. Hey, this doesn't hey, mean hey, this hey, is our hey, final. Hey, this is not this is our final standings. We will give our final standings when it's in the preseason, closer to the first week of the season, when we do our awards and we do our projections for the playoffs. So things can change with playoff uh, – or I'm sorry, position battles and, you know, uh, injuries obviously are going to happen, unfortunately. It's just the way training camp works. You you get injuries uh, in that non-contact. We'll get some ACL tears, unfortunately. But moving on, 
Do you guys want to touch on Gruden now? I mean, we, I don't know how long y'all want to go this episode. Uh, it's up to y'all. We can wait till Monday's episode, but uh, maybe more things leak out. It's up to you guys. If not, we'll talk about the I mean, I'll give my I'll give my two cents real quick. We'll just do this. Uh, call it uh, in, in in sixty seconds. Um, I get the frustration. Um, it doesn't change the fact that you were wrong. I mean, you can pull Snyder down with you. You can pull Goodell down with you. Um, I mean, if they were complicit and and breaking rules as well i mean they deserve to pay but um at the end of the day you're still fucking wrong you're still exiled you still have no place in this league get out you're a shitty coach anyways goodbye next so i'm not i'm not saying he's right for what he did but i understand the frustration where yeah your privacy was invaded and because you're investigating dan snyder now all his stuff that came out that was private. I mean, if he was never displaying this person, I'm not saying he's the right guy. I mean, was it private though? Was it was it, it, was, it was it their it's, NFL? It's was email. it their NFL emails or private emails? Private emails. His private emails. So, and and they were okay. and they were being used as blackmail to cover for Dan Snyder. That's the, the allegation is they were Roger Goodell was covering for his owner because he works for the owners and Dan Snyder wanted wants to stay. Obviously, as the owner of the team, so he apparently blackmailed Mark Davis, the Raiders owner to get rid of him. And John Gruden decided, Hey, I got a guy here because I'm not going to allow my friend. Cause they were friends to him and Mark Davis to uh, just fire me. So he did the right thing. He quit to cause less controversy at the moment. But if Roger Goodell is doing that, he is fucking doing that. He should be fired too. He should be kicked out of his commission. Mm-hmm. You're not going to sit here and blackmail and cover your, a guy you work for. No, you all three of you a commissioner anyways. Goodbye. Hey, Goodell just gave himself a new contract too. But I, I understand the privacy thing. Like, I, I understand. Like, you're wrong for what you said. You, you are wrong. But privacy is privacy, and he never. If he is not displaying that, he's not being racist, and you know, towards his players. Then, I mean, I just, I, it's, it's a bad look for the NFL if what they did is true. I hope. I for one hope this fucking pops off, and Gruden does burn the NFL down because I want to know what kind of skeletons that Goodell has oh, in the yeah. closet. Yes, we need a shake-up. And and all the owners. I want some fucking tea time. Spill the beans, John Gruden. Spill the fucking beans. Hey, McCaskey's clean, all right? She's like 90 and she's a saint. uh, Apparently, Dan... I back and pay pay Gruden to keep him quiet. And that's eventually what's going to happen. Yeah, That might be what his angle is, too, since he got fired from that lucrative contract that he didn't deserve. And Dan Snyder said he's got – apparently, I think he, I saw this a couple weeks ago or a few months ago when he was going through the selling team. Apparently, he's got dirt on another, all 31 owners. So yep. He does not have dirt hey. on McCaskey. Dude, that, that, that woman is a saint. Well, hey, if he does – 130 and, years like, old. If he hey, does – Dirt on the, on the Packers hey, owners. Hey, I want to see Austin. I also want to see what the, the dirt is on the Giants and, and the Steelers because – those families are married into each other. They're like literally in-laws. So what kind of collusion do they got going on? I want to see some shit. I want, like Chris said, I want to see everyone come out. I don't care who it is. I want to see the dirt. Yeah, no, no, no. Leave my girl Gail ben- Benson alone. I mean, her husband died. She's a good girl. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That bitch is fucking needs to be investigated too. All of them. <laughs> Even my owner, the guy that founded Home Depot, Arthur Blank, needs to be investigated too. All of them. No, all 30 no you, leave, you leave Virginia Eight. alone, god damn it. Even the Packers like owners? Said. No, well, you, you, you investigate yeah. the presidents. You investigate the president of the team. That's what you investigate. <laughs> the guy that runs the team operation-wise. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, you can go after him. Well, hey, investigate all the fans that own Stockholds. Investigate them all. <laughs> whoa, 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 Leave my skeletons alone. Bring, me the, bring me the stocks. 
I got good ones. Bring me the bring me the uh, stock. I'll own some of the Packers. Fuck it. But hey, I guess we have time. Espies, boys. I mean, something that like I said, it's a popular contest. I had some I had some fucking gripe with it. Um, and I'll start with Jamal Murray. I, obviously, to come back from his his injury, miss a year, wins comeback player of the year. I think it's an excellent achievement. He also won the finals part of that team with Joker. I think baseball got snubbed like they'd usually do. Baseball, uh, baseball wasn't even recognized as a best MLB team. Glad the Astros didn't win it, but you also got to honor one of the major sports with some of these sports that aren't even popularity-wise close to the MLB. But Justin Verlander should have won comeback player of the year. I think coming back from Tommy John surgery at his age, a very old age, wins the Cy Young Award for the American League, which means he was the best pitcher in the still, American League. Still salty about that. Also won the World Series, which was one of the key members of the World Series team for the Astros. Got the monkey off his back. Literally, the the he was he's horrible in the World Series. He finally did go in the World Series. And he was a big part of that team. Hate the Astros, but the man deserved the award, honestly. So that's my one of my main gripes there, Chris. Yeah. yeah so uh, I, was, I was, I was, I was, I was muted. I mean, I think I watched the SPs. I didn't watch all of it because I kind of got bored of it. But I think the biggest part, I mean, I think the greatest part that I watched was like the Pat Tillman Award when they brought out the whole Bills medical staff, gave them it. I mean, the whole thing with DeMar Hamlin, his story. I mean, that was touching. I love that. Like you said, I think Verlander got snubbed. I, I thought he was the greatest comeback player. I also, we were talking about it earlier about the Chiefs. I don't think they were the best team. It, like you said, I think it should have been the Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, if we're saying best team, so best players, I mean, Georgia had studs. and you saw Georgia allowed like around. 160 yards a game on defense, too. That is fucking insane. And, yeah. and At the Chris, college level. Once again, another rival of mine, Oklahoma. Dude, this women's softball team didn't lose at all, man. Like, best team in their fucking sport, and they dominated what, two softball. years. Two years think, now? Well, it's been three years that they've, they've – yeah, two years, but they've won They've won last three. But just for the year alone, they're fucking yeah. studs out there. But it's, but it's the Oklahoma it's softball like the, team ain't making money. The Chiefs are. ESPN yeah, needs money. Like, it's just like the Pro Bowl. It's a popularity contest. Whoever gets – And that – I think I think the biggest takeaway though, and I know Doc is so fucking excited about it, is that LeBron James is not fucking retiring. He ain't, yes! he ain't done. He's not done. Yes, another yeah. year. Hey, Fuck okay, exactly. we are dog we shit. Be, we we need to be grateful for that too. That's pretty much what he we said. Are. We need to be grateful. Yeah, I am. I am grateful in the hopes that his flops will really uh, elevate this oh. season, and he'll get called for hey. it. Flops now are new rule change for the NBA. You get technical foul. That's why they will never call it on him no matter how hard he flops, but I know it's going to happen. Taking a a charge to me is kind of a flop. I mean, yeah, I know you get in the way, but you're trying to fall back. It's not like a hard flop. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the shit where, like, somebody blows in the back of LeBron's neck and he fucking falls over like he got run over by a goddamn Mack truck, all right? That's the shit that I'm talking about. But Doc, your closer also got uh, recognized too for the, uh, I think with the Jimmy V Award for his battle. He's a fucking with legend. Yeah, no, he's it was a fucking a, a legend. Good, very good story. Not Hodgkin's I, I, lymphoma, but yeah. Yeah, sorry, uh, but yeah, he battled that, and obviously he's back in the MLB now. And 
I mean, great story, honestly. It like it's like Chris said, the Demar Hamlin story with the trainers, and then your boy from the White Sox. I, I really thought both stories were really good stories to uh, put out there for the sports world. Really, yeah. No, I, I followed the uh, um, Liam Hendricks all year long um, since he since he went to the doctor, and noticed something was wrong, and and just followed that path to recovery. And it's just it's been so inspirational and just. Like so heartwarming to see him come back and and that first inning was absolutely fucking electric when he came out there and just see why well, you got to put this up there while I'm while I'm trying to give this <laughs> God damn it man but there's more, uh, there's more, there's more. no just just see <laughs> <laughs> these LeBron memes are great I hope you everyone on Apple and Spotify tune in to YouTube man you gotta see these memes Jesus oh Christ. my God sorry this Doc is you're unbelievable. In- the Hendricks talk is, this one is sorry, the best dude. one. This one's the best one. <laughs> fucking Jesus really Christ. Christ. Dude, oh, dude yeah, I thought I saw the glasses and I first thing I said it was like, what the fuck is he wearing? Like it was yeah. just <laughs> my question was like, I think fifty percent of the athletes were wearing sunglasses. Like you were Did inside. you see what Jamal Murray Jamal fucking sunny? Jamal there, Murray yeah. Jamal Murray looked like he was wearing pajamas. I was like, yo, what the fuck? is this what's he wearing i was like but and these athletes they can wear anything and it just works for him i mean I, well, that's I don't the cam that. newton dude that's the cam newton effect yeah luke did you watch the yeah. pat the pat mcafee open in the show dude i think it, yeah. i think Pey- peyton manning's the best monologue i've ever seen for the espies but damn pat did a good job improvising the hell out of that and uh called out skip or they call it skip bayless called out kevin hart for his short jokes and the you know uh protesting the writers and then also called out brett Favre. Fucking love it, dude. No, the yeah, one no, no one I didn't. I didn't get the opportunity to watch. I had to work late, so I missed the Aspies. Just Google or just YouTube the Pat the Pat opening monologue. You'll love it, man. I'm telling you. Aside Pat from the heartwarming stuff, the Aspies are dog shit. When they rode, yeah, it's, it's not worth Simmons. Oh yeah. Well, that was a couple of years ago. They did that uh, a couple of years ago, right? No, I think that was this one, wasn't it? No, that the, they, like, were showing, they, they were showing. They were showing. They were showing throwbacks with the bricks, building brick houses for children. Yeah. That was the um, the guy that plays uh, the new Captain America, you know, formerly as uh, the Falcon in the Marvel series. So he he uh, I forgot his name. Oh man, I forgot his name. But yeah, he was one that did that. Peyton Manning's year, the one he did after, unfortunately, the one after the Falcons blew the Super Bowl. That 15 minute monologue he had, that was pure gold. And that's one of the reasons why I watched the ESPYS is just to see. I want to see an athlete do it because I think it's funnier when athletes are calling each other out. Like he called out Kevin Durant joining the Warriors, saying that the USA women's soccer team needed another player and Durant's going to join. Like things like that. He ripped Tom Brady. You know, he did his typical, you know, Peyton Manning bullshit, but it was hilarious. I, I think coming from Pat, a lot of people aren't high on him just because he's loud and his personality, but I thought it was fun. I thought it was great. Um, definitely golden, in my opinion. I, I do think he is one of the most influences, but. Power influences in sports. I think Sports Illustrated got that one right with Pat McAfee. He's changing the game, honestly. But Luke, yep. I'm telling you, man, you ain't gonna see no Baltimore Ravens as best team next year, buddy. Sorry about it. Hey, they'll still have a better record than the Falcons. Not That's in the tops. Same, yeah. same result as the Falcons. Don't win a Super Bowl. It don't matter if you don't win the Super Bowl. Just the way it works, unfortunately. Right, Chris? And how do you win the Super Bowl? You have to have more numbers on the scoreboard than the other team everything and that is scored. ladies and gentlemen that is john madden in living in yeah. living flesh but boys we're gonna have to find something to talk about <laughs> we hopefully something pops off this weekend because 
we're getting to that point. We do have training camp coming up very shortly next week. So, uh, or mini camps, like whatever you want to call it. Uh, so hopefully something pops off, some position battles. I don't want to see an injury, but hey, an injury will get you something to talk about. It'll change the dynamic. Send us recommendations. Well, hopefully, John Post in the comments down below. Let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Just let us know. Bring back the listeners' load segment a couple more times. Maybe bring some spice to the show. Like I said, Tampa brought the spice, Luke. Uh, love to hear your takes. Always excited to Luke hear what you guys say. Somebody's got to bring the spice. Yeah. Luke needs can, a drug can, test. Can, we, we can all agree. Wait, are you with Carlton Davis? Do you think that they win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? God. Fuck. Hey, if anyone <laughs> wants to join the. So they're beating the Ravens. <laughs> Hey, we're he- we're taking applications and resumes for all about the boss podcast. Luke unfortunately has been let go. We wish him in his best in his future endeavors. So, but that is the Nick Ducks Kirkwins, always loud and proud, representing the Chicago teams. He's a big Cubs fan. That is Chris Kamainar. Mouth, watch your. I will resign right by now. By you representing the Pelicans and the you know the Saints and the uh, Go Tigers, and then there's Luke. Ravens, Buccaneers, UCF, Knights fan, Orioles, all of it. He's a Wizards fan, Capitals fan. Hey, I'm Mark Davis. You see the flag behind me. Falcons are getting to the playoffs this year. This is all about the Balls Podcast, and we are out. Thank you for checking out another episode of All About the Balls Podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Sack House. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Sack House.